Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where tonight is going to be another interesting Sunday, as it is every Sunday in the household of the Weiss household. Uh, I had the pleasure of having two of my best friends here as well, Jesse, Johnny, welcome. Um, thank you guys for joining. If you guys uh, want to tune in to last week's show, we did have Dan on, with the, who's been on the show quite a few times, to talk about his situation. So if you're curious about what Dan's situation is, um, just tune in to last week's podcast. We wish the best for Dan. Um, Dan, if you're listening, man, we're, we're here for you. Any, anytime you need us, just give us a call. Shoot me, shoot me a text, whatever it is, my man. But yeah, t- tune in last week. It was a great show. Um, but tonight, tonight is going to be a very interesting night. Um, I've always been curious about just words and language. And I know, Jesse, you bring it up a lot, too. So it's, it's going to make for a really good podcast tonight. But it, I think that that's where the start of it really comes to play. I mean, because whenever we all started saying words and stuff like that, um, that's where you can bring it back to. And that's, the, I don't know, I'm kind of explaining it the wrong way. So maybe our guest. A little bit, a little maybe, bit. Maybe that's our, why we have pal. That's, that's why right. we have pal. Pal will probably get it a little better than you. But maybe our guest, he's he's, uh, <laughs> he's he's written a book and we have it here in the front for you guys to tell. But welcome, pal Chang, to Talk Junkies, man. Thank you for joining so much. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Rock on, man. So uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how, why you wrote the book and, and where you are today and uh, where you got where you are. Yeah, I, um, I came to America when I was five, and then uh, I grew up. had on had a normal, what the, you know, normal childhood, just like everybody else. Went to a public school, just just like most people. And um, but then um, I always had, since I was a a child, I had these um, I would say experiences, like what people call like strange experiences. Um, you know, like, you know, like you heard about out of body experiences and things like that. And so I always knew that there was something more to reality than, than what we see with our physical eyes. And then um, when 9-11 happened, that, that kind of like sparked something inside of me. And it got me motivated into, um, you know, start, start searching into like conspiracy and secret societies. And then that went down, took me down a rabbit hole. And and I started studying um, a lot of information about like esoteric knowledge, spiritual knowledge, and that led me down to the legal system. I studied a lot about the legal system, and and the legal system uses a lot of words, you know. So when you go to court, it's, it's all about words. So so uh, I started to pay attention more to words, and I started studying words, and that led me to what I'm doing today. So. Nice, man. So if you had to break it down, what esoteric means, just for our listeners who are listening and they might not know what it is, what's mm-hmm. the basic foundation of what it is? Well, esoteric knowledge, the word esoteric, it's, uh, it means like, like within, because the eso and, and esoteric means within. So esoteric knowledge is, is basically uh, inner knowledge, um, which, is, which it deals a lot with the spiritual, the spiritual world, which is the inner world. So, so esoteric knowledge is inner knowledge, basically. Very nice. Um, so is it, is it like something that's popular? Because I, it's something that I've never really heard of before. Again, I talked to you earlier on the phone, and, and I've, mm-hmm. we've had Zachary Hubberbon before with, he's more numerology, but you're saying there's actually hidden words within the language. It doesn't really have to do with numerology, but I know you kind of do go into that a little bit. Yeah, it's um, numerology. It takes you down to a certain level, to a certain path. And then there's um, there's the words too, where you can find the deeper meaning of the words, and that's um, that's where the 
esoteric knowledge comes into play that can help you decipher the, the words. Because there's um this the esoteric knowledge, the E-X-O-T-I-C, exoteric knowledge, which is the, the outer knowledge, what most people see with the physical eyes. And there's the esoteric knowledge where it deals more with the intuition, the spiritual, your spiritual powers more. So it's 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 hidden. So that's the esoteric knowledge. So where does it all begin? At least from your research and, and the things that you've looked into, where does it all begin where you see esoteric knowledge kind of playing a role in society and shaping the way that it is? It goes, it goes way back to, to the beginning, like because there's always been the outer world, world and then the inner world. So And then with the esoteric knowledge, that helps you to understand the, the inner world better. And it goes, so it goes way back to the beginning of creation, basically. Yeah. Can you give us an example of, like, for example, an, an English word or that has that secret meaning behind it? Like, can you give us an example of a word that has a secret meaning for our viewers out there? Yeah, like, um, one word is, um, they use a lot, um, we, we see all the time, like, for example, like corporation, you know, we, we see all the time and, you know, we see corporation everywhere. But the word corporation, when you start breaking it down, um, well, the legal meaning of corporation is it's an artificial person. That's the legal definition. And then when you break break it down to the word, it, it becomes the word corpse. You know, corporation corpse. And and the word corpse, it's phonetically it's corpse. Like sounds like a dead body, right? Corpse like a dead body. So when you start looking at the legal definition of corporation, it's an artificial person. You know, artificial person is, um, you know, it's like a dead entity. So you can see the connection between corpse and a artificial person and corporation. So corporations are just, you know, a dead body basically. Yeah. So that's that's how you find the deep. You see the correlation, correlationship, and you can find the like the deeper meaning of, of it. It's all hidden in the definition too. You have to pay attention to definition, and then. Uh, see what that leads you to, because the definition and the words they like the bread, like the bread crumbs, that takes you to the you know the source basically. Yeah. Oh, just okay. So as far as a corporation goes, because that makes sense, being like a dead entity, because anybody could fill that role, being like a CEO. CEOs like come and go, but mm -hmm. a corporation is this like a void to be filled with. With a man, I'm probably like messing this up entirely. I'm just trying to like come off this. No, but that makes sense. I've I've never thought about like this, um, or thought about it like that as far as words go. But what is the real big importance of understanding the the definition of words whenever how you talk? Because I I do think that that's important because a mm -hmm. lot of things get get misunderstood um, through speaking to another uh, person. And the lack of knowledge from where this actually comes from, people can take it wrong in some way, and a lot of times that has to do with tone of voice and things See, like that like too. That's like context in communication. I know, but but a lot of times it also comes down to just like a not understanding of the definition of the word itself, which is very important uh, mm -hmm. to understand, like especially what you're backing. Like if you're backing something, I've always said, if you're backing something, you should know it front, like front to back. If if you're fully backing it. Um, uh, so the understanding of language is, is really important. Um, 
man, I'm trying to think of a good question right now. This one's a little <laughs> over my head right now. Um, but like, so whenever you just use the, the specific example of corporation, um, I think whenever we were talking last week, like, uh, for, for people to like really understand, cause I mean, it, it makes sense to me and I, and I can look at it that way. And whenever I first found you and you agreed to come onto the show, I started looking more into it and trying to understand more what it was. So like when you look at the word, uh, weekend or week, week work, you know, like when you mm-hmm. work for the week, it makes you weak during those five days. And then the weekend you're able to, it's it's the end of the week. So you can try and, you know, get your health back and stuff like that. But is it just people picking and choosing words or did they set these words in it? Did they set these words before we even knew it because they knew that they would be spells if we use them in that way? Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it has to do with like a higher force to, to put all this together. Cause when you start um, studying this, like the words and, how it all fits like it's impossible for like man to do it the way i see it it's just impossible so to me i see like it's not just um there are some men that are doing it but overall i see it like a higher force is doing too um and here's, here's another example of, of, a, of a word that if, if you pay attention to words you can see what's going on you know because everything that they do to you it they put it in words and they hide it in the definition so for example, like like Sunday, right? We all know we, we have Sunday all the time. But the word Sunday, when you start breaking break the, the word apart, it becomes Sunday, which is the day of the sun. And then um, the sun represents, you know, the sun produces light, right? So the sun, it represents the symbol of life and light. And then so when you start getting to, you know, I'm I'm a relig- religious man, so when I, you know, so I might get into some religion stuff. So um, when you start studying that and then you start to understand what Sunday is and then you understand that Jesus is the light of the world he represents the sun like a light power then you understand why Christians go to church on Sunday you know because it's the day of the sun so I'm just curious sorry real quick do you, you speak two languages I'm, I don't want to assume that but I'm just curious yeah so does speak, it, uh, yeah so does esoteric does it apply to your your first language or both you know does it apply in the same way have you done any like digging deep in that aspect I, I haven't because um well cause I speak the Hmong language and the Hmong language is uh is not really spoken. It's not really well known. And um there's not a, a lot of people that write not, not a, there's not a lot of researchers that don't research on the Hmong language, so I don't really have a good tool to look at the etymology of the Hmong language, the, the words and stuff. So uh, that's why I uh, focus a lot in the English language and the English English language it goes back to like it goes back to like the Latin language and then goes back to the Hebrew and then goes back to the Proto-Sinaitic uh, alphabet. So I think that's where the origin it goes back to that. Okay, I, I was gonna say I feel like the English languages and I don't know because I don't know any other languages, but I've heard them and I feel like the English language we're like a derivative from so many other languages that it makes sense for those words to be like compounded into other things bringing up the, excuse me, bringing up the Sunday thing again, though, and you talking about, to me, it's so the esoteric part of it would be delving deeper into the meaning of the word instead of just the logical definition of, for example, Jesse used last week when we were talking about this podcast, um, breakfast, which has a quite literal meaning of breaking from a fast. A fast, yes. 
but as to where, so that would be the, like the, what'd you call it? The exoteric meaning as to where there's an esoteric meaning, which would be something deeper if you were to like analyze it more. And breakfast may be a terrible word to, you know, associate right. with that, but. Which, I mean, not, I'm, I'm a, and I don't know if you can vouch for this, but I'm assuming you can't break everything down into something else. Like sometimes words are just words, right? But you're yeah, sometimes looking. It's hard to, to break it down because I can't break down any words. Um, you know, I have to sometimes to like, I have to feel what words that I can, I'll be able to break down. And then I, I just go from there. And then sometimes I just follow my, my intuition, basically. It, it kind of guides me to, to what words I need to decipher. And that, you know, and that helps a lot. But I can't, you know, if I just decide to just look at a word and try to decipher it, I might not be able to do it because, you know. Well, it's like the, the most important words, or not even the most important, but the things that guide our, our, our society into this certain direction, it seems as though that those are the important words that we should be looking at. And like corporations, a great example, because they're the ones we all three believe that we live in a corporate oligarchy. So, I mean, that's a perfect word. It's weird that you even brought that word up, but, but the fact that you did, like, I mean, that's an important word. And I feel like I'm sure you can give multiple examples, but like, what, what is like one part of your book that you would say is the most important part for people to understand? One, One of the most important part of the book is to teach people to be aware of how powerful words are, like how it can manipulate, control their mind, manipulate their program their mind, basically. Um, like the, you know, the, cause computer, right? Computer, they have, they're called programs and the program in computer, it's, it's made up of just letters and, you know, numbers, right? So our mind kind of works that way, where our mind is, um, when you dig deep our mind, that's why they call it, um, programs. I mean, when you watch TV, they call it programs. There's a reason why they call it program because the program is being used to program your mind. Basically, that's why they call it a TV program. So the, the letters and the words, you know, they, when you, when it gets into your mind, it, it can program your mind and then it, and then your mind can project that, that software as like, um, you know, to change your reality. So it's kind of like, um, when you look at a computer screen, you know, you see images, all images is on, 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 in colors, but behind that image and color is just, you know, numbers and letters. So the, the mind works similar to that. How do you determine what is, oh man, I'm trying to think how to word this question. Uh, how do you determine what is closer to like fact for these words and what can just be made up? Because there has to be that level of, for example, you talked about program. And there's mm-hmm. got to be, cause man, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm attacking you or anything like that. That's not the way oh, I want to mm-hmm. come off. Um, but like for program, you could, I could make up something like, oh, program for TV actually means like projected grammatica or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I could make something that sounds smart enough to someone else and they could believe that. So how do you differentiate that like fakehood from, or falsehood from a more grounded thing? I'm, I, does that make any sense? I don't know if I'm wording that correctly. Yeah, the way I was talking about is is more like in just in general, um, like the program, because um, you know when you when you start studying and you start looking at the different connection, like I just don't like to look at one connection. I like to find other connection, and when we start connecting a lot, then it's kind of like you know this you know there's something there. You know, if it's just one connection, then it might be like 
you know, might not be true, but when you start seeing so many connections coming together, it just, you don't see it. I just don't see it as a coincidence, you know? I got you. Yeah, I think like with, with programs specifically, I think it, it's you can apply that to real life and see the actual result of what program means. And how you talked about a, a computer program, again, he's bringing evidence to the table and saying, whenever you're watching TV, it's a TV program. And look how it look what it's doing to society. It's legitimately programming society to yeah. shape it in a way that these corporations want it to. So I think that there's a lot of evidence with that specific word. I, I understand what you're saying and what you were asking him. But oh yeah, I just I have to play the other side yeah, sometimes to yeah, get definitely. To, so, like from maybe maybe I'm getting this completely wrong, but do you think that there is? And I know this is super conspiracy theory level here, but mm -hmm. there are people that have changed language to subliminally influence people to um to go a certain way is, is that what you think it's you think it's been used for like evil or or good like as as far as because you saying that there is there something subliminally happening within language that'd be my first part to the question and depending on that answer of yes or no like is it being used incorrectly yeah, I believe so. I believe, um, well, language can be used for good and evil. And um, I think a lot of the language has been corrupted. Um, if you if you want to control society, if you want to dumb them down, all you have to do is just control their language and dumb down their language. Absolutely. They, look at Twitter. Yeah, at, like, look at they can only, Twitter. They can only become as, like, it's not, it's probably not the right way to say it, but they can only become as smart as, you know, the language. So if, if, this, if the language is corrupted, then there's a barrier that prevents them from going above that, and then you can dumb them down. So you, all you gotta do is just crop the language, and then you can dumb down society. Very interesting. Very interesting. Because that, that's like the whole. I mean, <laughs> well, weren't we very proper whenever, like back in the day or hundreds of years ago, the way we? And I know language it, it evolves, but like with the way that we talk, it's way different. I don't know if that just slang. I think that's, and I could be a hundred percent wrong. I think that that's more of a structure thing rather than actual. We joked about earlier, literally before the podcast started, we were talking about Jimmy, Jimmy Crack, Crack Corn, corn. Yeah. and then uh, how kids these days are saying "spill the tea," like they mean the they same. Mean the, yeah, they mean the same thing, but there's like you're talking about how old English or English before us how was more how it was more proper. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't think that slang. Me personally, I don't think that slang takes away from communication. I think it just evolves it in a way to where. Certain people understand it and certain people don't, but it's still a form of communication. Realistically, you're like you're, you're almost getting down to hermeneutics at that right. point, um, which I don't know if you delve into that at all as far as humanistic, uh, hermeneutic translation from language to language, information being lost or gathered in different things within like lost in translation kind of thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem with uh, translating language. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of for example, like the Hebrew language, it's it's a more like a metaphorical language. So there's um, there's so much hidden information in it. So when you translate that to English, there's there's a lot of meanings lost, and so that's that's the problem about you know when you translate languages. It's so crazy to I'm digressing a little bit here, but it's so crazy to think about the fact that there are languages out there, and I can't I I literally just watched like a YouTube documentary on this like a week ago about how. There was a language, and it's not Egyptian. It's not Egyptian hieroglyphs, but it was something like that where their language wasn't based on, like, consonants and vowels and the way that we form language. Every letter or symbol that they used was more of an emotion. Like cuneiform? 
I don't know what that is, so okay. I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> but it was everything they did was so like you could spell something out, you could write a sentence, but depending in the order that things were or the context of it, it completely changed what was being said right. because these symbols didn't like make a ch sound or a you know r sound or whatever. They weren't about a sound and how you pronounce something. They were about a feeling. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what do you mean? Like whenever, so you can, so we, when we speak languages, like our everyday conversation and stuff, like, do people realize that they're, you say that there could be spells used? Like whenever we're just having everyday conversation and we don't even know it type of thing. Yeah. When you, um, when you study the, the deep knowledge that I've been studying and you start diving very deep into, you know, esoteric knowledge and you start understanding that the reason why they use uh, words a lot, and the reason why, you know, for example, like when a when a when a child start swearing a lot, what does um, what does a, what does his parent tell him to, to do? Don't do that. Person? Don't say that. He well, parents usually say like sometimes they say stop cursing, right? So why do we use the word cursing to to you know to represent that that kind of language? You know, oh, interesting. And then when you start breaking down the word cursing, it's, you know, curse. The reason why we, they call it cursing is because when you're swearing at, when a child is swearing or, or anybody's swearing, what you're doing is you're casting dark magic spells on them. And that's why it's called cursing. So that's literal, uh, like, the, what we consider to be taboo words are more legitimate and actually have a more negative effect. Because I need to know, man, because I I am I literally lubricate my life in profanity. So you need to let me know this like ahead of time before I do any more damage. Oh yeah, <laughs> when you start talking about this, it, it can get really deep and it can get to uh to that area where like a lot of people are not comfortable talking about. Because you start getting to you know magic and when, when you start talking about magic, like a lot of people they they look at you like you're crazy and they start they think that it's just these fantasy thing that oh screw those people man yeah no that's fine if you want that's the interesting stuff man if you want to talk about like magic and spells and stuff we're down we're here to listen screw those people man yeah okay okay anything's anything's open so basically yeah so when you um that's why like each each letter it's um it's also a sigil and a sigil is a is a magic symbol so that's why when you um when you study like magic there's a when like they make these spells, they always have like letters in it. The reason why they have letters in it is because each letter is a sigil, and that sigil helps to uh, amplify the spell. And so when you start putting those letters together into words, like we use magic all the time. Um, I know I know some people think that magic is evil. We use it all the time because when you put words, uh, letters into words, it's called spelling, right? Yeah. And when you when you take out the ing of spelling, it becomes spell, and the word spell is magic spell. So when you start putting the, when you start understanding that each letter is a sigil, every time you write words, you are practicing the art of magic. So that, but magic can be used for good and evil. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Very interesting. Yeah, I feel like langu- language now, is a, oh, go ahead. Go do, ahead. do you think it's, so it's not so much contextual or I'm, that that's the wrong word to use. Uh, it's not so much like, cause you, you probably text people and you know, you do you know that lost sense of like uh that face to face 
uh, emotional back and forth between people to where I could be like, man, I hope you, man, I hope you have a really good day today. Or I could be completely sarcastic and be like, man, I hope you have a really good day today after we have an interaction. So there's some level of sarcasm. So yeah. is there any play in how you actually say things too in, in, in the same sense as far as how that works out? And maybe it's more like actually the person trying to get across what they actually feel and, or is it just strictly word-based? I think your, your emotions and your thoughts it affects the words too, in my, you know, the way I see it, your emotions, your thoughts, um, your, that's, that's the way I see it. And then the words itself, it, that plays a big part too. So it's, it's not just like one thing, you know, there's many layers. It's, it, you know, it's something that's really hard to explain too, because there's so many layers in it. So through, so with describing what you're talking about and just how, how the magic works, whether it's good or evil, what kind of, what would be a good description or a good example, like of maybe something you did on, did research on in the past that you were able to see that kind of play out? And, and when I'm talking past, I'm saying like maybe a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago, or even biblical times or, or something that you were able to put your finger yeah, on. when people people start using magic for like self selfish reasons and to like cast like dark spells that that's like a to me that's like a big no-no because that's um you're messing with the laws of the universe when you start doing that and then when you start messing with the laws of the universe it always come back and you know bite you in the butt so that's true. So that's I believe in karma. Like, I'm a thorough believer in karma. I, I love that. I'm I'm a massive believer in karma. So do you think like the, the, the elites right now, this is something that they practice? I, and I, I'm to full heartedly believe that they are because I think that they have an advantage to what your book is. I think that they have this utmost, like they have way more knowledge when it comes to this subject than we do and they use it yeah. to their advantage. Yeah, they, they have, they know about this stuff. It's it's common knowledge to them and they, they have the knowledge to use magic on people and so that's why a lot of it is just they just use the tv is like television is one of their favorite tools to broadcast spells on people you know and that's why it's it's they're using spells to program people program their mind and that's how they control people and then because right now you see a lot of people out there protesting and doing a lot of things that a lot of crazy stuff and a lot of them are programmed and they don't even know it that's a, that's a scary part is that they're hypnotized by magic spells and they don't even know it. And it, and it comes down to the words specifically too, that they're reading and seeing and they see those words. And it, it mm-hmm. again, like you said, it's almost like a spell. Yeah. And it programs, it programs their mind subconsciously. So they're not even aware of it. And I don't know if this is something that you could answer, but um, I think it's, it's just fascinating that, <clears throat> I mean, I watched, <clears throat> excuse me, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. I watched a lot of cartoons and stuff like that that I look back on now and I see those subliminal messages within those cartoons or movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost curious how I was able to break away from that. You know, like that's just mm-hmm. like, I wonder if some people in their genetic genome or whatever it is, um, are able to just break away from these spells or these magic uh, spells that are being cast as opposed to some other people who aren't. Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the most, um, powerful, like powerful thing you have is, is your awareness. To like break the spell as your awareness. So when you become aware of it, like the reason why I wrote the book is to to help people become aware of what's going on, like with the words. So when you become aware of it, then the spell doesn't affect you as much. And then when you when you watch like you know like a TV program and you can 
if they talk a lot of negative stuff, you can feel that that negative effect trying to like program your mind. You know, you can just feel it. So once you become aware of it, but when you're not aware of it, aware of it, it affects you at the subconscious level, and you don't you can don't feel it. So that's that's a scary part. That is scary, and I wonder. And they probably used it in different ways, but before television and stuff like that, they this still had to have have existed. But yeah. in, a, in a separate you had radio way. and books well, and, and, and all I, kinds well, of media. Newspapers back then, they used a lot of newspapers and like the media. The media has changed a lot. So, but so I, do you, man, I'm I'm gonna kind of go off on the rocker here a little bit and say like, what about music? Because music can influence emotion quite a bit too, almost oh, in yeah, the same way the language can do. Like yeah, music is very powerful. Music yeah. So do you do you feel the same way about like music influence as to where like traditional language also can influence the you in the same way in the same sense as what you're talking about? Yeah, music to me, music is even more powerful because when you when you speak words and you add music to it, it amplifies the energy in it, and it, it programs people's mind even easier. So music is music is very powerful. Absolutely. No, I agree with you. I I play I play a little bit of guitar, a little bit of drums. So and it can I, be used. Music can be used for good and or evil. So it just like it all depends on your intuition and what you're using it for. If you're using music to change people's life, then that you know that's great. But if you're using music to uh, manipulate people, control them, um, corrupt their mind, then that's you know that's going down the negative path. Let me ask, and this is breaking away a little, but. How much, so I've never looked into, I guess you would call it esotericism. So I've never looked into esoterics at all, but you're not the first person I've heard it from. I've heard the word before. I've heard the word esoteric and esoteus and all these different things. I think that's Greek or whatever, but how many people are actually researching this and are kind of active in this community, for lack of a better term, of people who are looking into this kind of thing? There's not, compared to other topics, esotechnologies, there's not a lot of people doing it um, because it's, it goes really deep into the knowledge and then it, it gets into certain topics that a lot of people think it's taboo and a lot of people think that it's, it's scary. And that's, that's one, way, one of the ways that the elite, um, the globalist elite, like one of the ways that they hide this information is they put it under like these what we call it like taboo topics and then people get scared and they don't, they don't want to go research it because when, when i was younger i used to thought that too and then i and when i start actually going to study it and I'm, I'm actually like wow this stuff is not this stuff is pretty empowering because it helps you see the deeper meaning of words and you start seeing like the deeper meaning of like everything that you you see and it, it and then you become empowered and it's harder when you become empowered it's harder for them to control control you that's why they don't want you to Learn this stuff, man. That's such a good message. That makes such a good message, man. Right there. That makes complete sense. That goes back to that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful, right there. What you just said. I mean, that goes saying that says knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. When you you learn the right knowledge, it is power, and that's why they don't want you to learn this stuff. Because the difference between like the globalist elite and us is that they have the knowledge, and that's why they're powerful. We we don't. So they want to keep it that way. They want to keep that way, so they have to dumb us down, corrupt our language to keep us dumbed down. It's a need to know basis is yeah. what they would tell you. But the yeah. crazy the crazy part to me is you're talking about the fact that they know that people are going to seek this knowledge. So what do they do to prevent people from seeking this? You can either, yeah. like in the olden days, destroy it, quite literally book burning and stuff like that when that was a literal destruction of knowledge. 
Or you can do the more refined method that you're talking about right now, which to me is... Encrypt it? No, taking these things and making them taboo to talk about. Okay. If you tell everybody that... If you tell everybody that black magic is fake or scary or shouldn't be messed with, then you've got people who are either going to A, be like, oh, black magic is a hoax and I don't care, this is gobbledygook and I'm not interested at all. Or B, you're going to have people who believe in it but are so afraid of it because it's so taboo that they're not going to delve into it either. It'd be a small percent of people who'd want to know what it is. Exactly. So yeah. you, you're hiding that knowledge from people without destroying it, which is even scarier, honestly. So what would you say, so what would be a good practice practice for people um, short of listening to this podcast? I think that would help people understand what to do to kind of beat the system because, pal, if you were to listen to all 162 of our podcasts, I think you would get the common theme of what it is that we believe and it's the again, the corporate oligarchy that rules this, at least the Western world, or if not the whole world, most likely the whole world. But what can people do to wake up? And what can we do to avoid these spells or these the, these word spells that people, people are going through with music and television and just everyday conversation? What can we do to avoid that? And how can we become more aware? I think it comes down to, you know, it comes down to knowledge is, is very important. You know, it comes down to knowledge, like just learning, because the knowledge will will program your mind, and and then when when knowledge stops programming your mind, you're able to see all this. It's it's kind of like when you um put a program a new program into a computer, right? When, when let's say you want to do some editing software, and you put in Photoshop into a into a computer before you before that computer before it didn't have Photoshop, you couldn't do that. But when you put that pr- new program in. Now you can, you know, you can edit photos and stuff. So knowledge is like that. When you, uh, when you learn new knowledge, it programs your mind, and then now you're able to see something that you didn't, wouldn't be able to see before, or you'll be able to understand something that you, you didn't understand before. So that's why knowledge becomes really important, and that's why they always say like knowledge is power because that's what knowledge do to your mind, and and so that's why they always try and dumb us down and keep us busy with sports and and all this other stuff instead of, you know. Instead of learning about law and learning about the knowledge of esoteric knowledge, they don't want you to learn that stuff. They don't want you to study law because law is it's, it's very powerful. So that's why I study a lot about the legal system. And when you start understanding how the legal system works, how to use words, you can, you can um, basically the, the judges and the lawyers, they don't want to mess with you because you understand how the system works. You understand how to use words. So when you're in court, when you're in court, it's all about words. Um, you know, that's why they call it a, that's why they call it a court, you know, like a basketball court, uh, a volleyball court is where you go and play games, right? So when you, when wow. You court, Dude, that's deep. Wow. No, yeah. I love it, man. Pow. So when you go, wow, yeah, man. When you go to court, they're playing, they're not playing basketball, there. they're playing legalese. No, it's the so prosecution and the defense, right? It's the prosecution yeah. and then defense. So it's like, we're yeah. starting off on different sides of the court right now, even though it's not lined up. Uh, it's lined up the other way because you're sitting mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, man, that's wow, wow, man. Yeah, so it, it's it's all about words. And when you understand this stuff, like the judges, they don't want to mess with you because they know you. When you say the right words, they have to obey, or otherwise they get um get get kicked out. So they they understand how how powerful words are. And legalese, that's all it is. Legalese is is an ancient magic art of words, and that's that's how they use words. To manipulate you, to to basically trick you into agreeing to be 
you know, like a corporation or a legal fiction, so that they can have jurisdiction over you because they know they can't have they cannot have jurisdiction over um, you know, the the soul, you know, because the soul that's uh, that's God's jurisdiction. So that's why they have to trick you into becoming a, a, a legal fiction so they can have jurisdiction on you. So when you go to court, that's all it is, it's game. That's why it's kind of like the word, um, that's why they call it a trial, right? A trial, when you go to court, it's called a trial. And, then, and when you go play, like before you go join a team in like a basketball, it's also called a trial. But it's, it's, a, it's a, the way it's spelled, it's different. Like See if you make it. They're, they're seeing if you can make it right now. But phonetically, it's trial, so T-R-Y-O-U-T. But then when you look at the definition of a trial, it's a trial, T-R-I-A-L, too. So you see the connection there. Really interesting yeah. stuff. So yeah. The judge, yeah, the judge is there. He's like the, he's like the referee. So he's in there to manage the rules of the game, and he knows all the rules of the game. So You're not wrong, man. And, and the way that we're brought up, and, and you're completely right, is the fact that, it, man, when I was five, my dad was watching Chiefs football. And that's one thing I got interested in right off the bat when I was five. Like, if my dad were to sit me down, and granted, maybe I want, maybe he could have made it fun for me to learn about the legal system, or or the world that we live in. Not necessarily the legal system, but I'm just telling you, the things that distract you are the first things that you learn in life. Is sports? Boom, you know. And and maybe not everyone agrees with that, but for me, that was a big part of my life up until just recently, where like I've kind of just discovered, like, hey man, like after having kids and just realizing that sports is a distraction. And, I, and I'm, I'm wasting time watching grown men make millions of dollars while I'm just watching them do it, you know, as opposed to learning what the legal system is and walking into court and being ready for my trial. Mm-hmm. You're completely and right, man. Man you're, you're, man, you're absolutely right with that. But my thing is, is at some point, the more knowledge that you get, you realize how dismal the world is. Like how many times have we been on this podcast and we have people on to where you get a piece of the world where you're like, man, I didn't know it was that bad. And then you you come to a realization that man this is this really is bad right now, and you you do your work to try to you know be a better person yourself because it's the one thing you control is yourself. So you you try to do that first, but then sometimes things get really dismal. And I I think that little escapes like sports, uh, and like stuff like that aren't so you need the bread so you need the bread and wine once in a which, while which and this is yeah. this is my opinion on this you know to where you need Jesse. to be able to not think about how dismal the world is because the world is not you have where to have it you have to right have now. the bread and wine you have to have the, the arena the, you have to the have the world pony is show not, to be able yeah, to rain and, it, and it's some sometimes your, nice to forget you can't always constantly be thinking about the things you can't control and how bad the world is cuz i really do think america's not the greatest nation in the world we live in a very really non-progressive society right now so many things could be done differently and if i spent all day long thinking about that i would have slipped my wrist like three years ago like so i need i need like some other some other things to you know distract myself which i don't i don't think is necessarily an issue you know and i don't i don't know if that's exactly how you feel too because i don't want to ever downplay sports because i think you need that escape you yeah, know, sometimes then, you need a break. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like mentally, it's wearing. Take a vacation, you know, watch. You know, I watch sports too, you know. Sometimes you just need a break and I yeah. watch sports too. And I don't then, do a lot, but once in a while I watch it, you know. Yeah. And um, so sometimes once in a while you need a break. Yeah, you don't want to You don't wanna just focus on this. It, it'll drive you crazy. You know? No, because it gets. Yeah, because it's so dismal. If you really go down that road, and, and knowledge is power, but it's mm-hmm. also. Like, <laughs> but hold it's on, also no, kind of a burden too. I don't like, like knowledge is a burden too. Jesse, hold on. I don't. I don't like the way that you go to. I don't like the way that you take knowledge and, and kind of 
paint it in the way that you're about to paint it. Because I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, but no, 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 yeah, hold on. And, I don't and, and, mean and, to offend you. No, 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 you're not offending me. I'm just saying, in my opinion, like if more people were aware of what's going on and we didn't grow up and and if everyone was more aware and we weren't being cast these spells, you know what I'm saying, and we were actually all aware of what was going on, progression would happen at a higher rate. And it's not to say that we would know everything, but like the current state of what we're in right now is unsustainable and it's very unhealthy for a lot of people's psyche. But if we were all on the same page and we were all trying to progress and travel the world, travel other galaxies and progress, be respectful it, of other people. Yeah, but, that sounds crazy. No, be but, being respectful of other but, people. But what I'm saying is like, you can't, you can't just sports are year round. You can watch it daily. Yeah, it could be true. a distraction every well, single day. I think in anything it become, I was going to say, I feel like up. we're going off on track. We are. We real, need to get real, back to pals. Like, yeah, no, I agree real quick. I just want to, you have to find a balance, though, between what Jesse was saying and what you were saying is that you have to, like, so, for example... It's mediation. It, You're talking about mediation. Yeah, yeah. Right well, moderation. moderation. Everything moderation, in moderation. Um, but you have to find a balance. For example, there's nothing wrong with turning on your TV and for 30 minutes out of your day, not every day, but, I mean, right now, you want to turn on your TV and relax and watch the Kardashians. Go for it. Ugh. But hold up. Ugh. Go for it. I don't get... <laughs> dude, you. I've never watched it in my Ugh. life. I have no idea. But I'm just saying... Let me, let me finish my shit. If you want to turn that on and watch the Kardashians or watch Survivor or the NFL or whatever, go for it. But the moment that your day-in conversations involve that, when all you're talking about is the NFL or all you're talking about is what's going on with the Kardashians or what's going on in the new season of Survivor and that's all that you're influenced by, now you're ignoring the outside knowledge. Now you're just letting your mind go to the entertainment zone where nothing else matters, which is unhealthy. Right. Your soul has been sucked into that but network you can't, vortex. But, but like going with what Jesse was saying, you can't only be focused on the truth, the truth, the truth, and knowledge all the time. Because if you do that without any break, you'll crack. I right. feel like I feel like we strayed away yeah, from I know. Pow. Sorry. Pow needs Sorry. to be the center of this, man. Pow needs to be the center of this, man. I, I'm, you know, trying to keep you centric for this podcast, you know. Okay. But yeah. yeah, like you said, um, you need to take you need to take a break too. Um, you want to you don't want to focus too much, yeah, you know, like your whole life. You don't want to just sit in your room and just study the stuff your whole life. You want to get out there and enjoy the world too, and focus on your family too, and take a vacation every now and then. Well, that's that's what I like to do too. So I don't spend more. I don't spend all day studying this stuff. Yeah, no, and and I get it, man. I just think like our our priorities have gotten lost somewhere in the wasteland. You know, just based upon these spells that these people have cast and these corporate elites and these people who control the world, they've shaped the world that they want us to live in is what I'm saying. And we play into that because of the esoteric knowledge that they used against us. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, they've used uh, knowledge against us for a, long, for a very long time. But that's starting to change now because a lot of people are starting to study this stuff and they start seeing, becoming aware of the spells. And they start understanding how the legal system is used against them. And so it's, it's changing. Like, I see it coming. And they, there, they, they don't like it. Has there ever been a, 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 through your research, has there ever been a period where you have saw where the people had more knowledge than they do now? And, they were, you know, that the elites didn't have this superior knowledge or esoteric knowledge over the populace? Would that be during Jesus is right or Jesus is Christ time, or has there ever had they always had this Jesus is Christ? Yeah, Jesus Christ time, or had they always had this overarching control over us by using this type of? I knowledge? think they've been having this control for even even 
back when Jesus was around that because back then the people they allowed and they didn't know how to write and read so it, it was I think it was worse back then but like here now it's just that they have the technology to control everyone you know back then they didn't have that so now they have the technology so they're able to control the whole world the whole world is now under the you know control but but um you know the a lot of people are waking up now and it's their their spouse are losing effect and the control is starting to lose their effect and so it's it's starting to change and i see that change coming and they don't like it but they can't stop it because you know once uh mankind wakes up you can't you can't stop them from waking up because that's the power of their consciousness man you we all, yeah we all connected through consciousness we all connected so when, when more people start waking up like collectively that consciousness start rising and they it's hard for them to control when it start rising higher and higher but when it's lower when the consciousness is lower then it's easier for them to control that's why they want to dumb us down keep us keep the consciousness at a lower level lower state i i am not a religious person i grew up in a christian household i myself do not claim to be christian uh, at this point just from how i was raised i mm -hmm. i love talking anything religious debate and in, in everything like that i love where you're coming from with all this how much do you and, and you're talking about like the world getting better and i love your positive mentality on this but mm -hmm. i am not on facebook and i hate facebook so much and i think that this is like the festering scab that needs to be lifted from the world what, what is your opinion on facebook basically i just went on a full weird that was thing. a weird weird <laughs> thing i just did pal i'm sorry what what's no, your opinion it, on it, facebook it's not junkies baby. because because there's so much like on facebook how do you how do you feel yeah. about facebook whether or not you have a Facebook page or not, whatever you can yeah, slander um, the name. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of Facebook. I don't I don't use it much. Um, this, but it's like it's like the Matrix where if you want to go help people in the Matrix, you have to go in there. You know, be be a part of it. No, you have to. So like yeah. us, us trying to reach out. Like, how do we get our name out there, even though we don't agree? with facebook we don't, we don't like youtube but we yeah, use we're youtube on youtube yeah. though sometimes, no it's just a weird yeah. thing so, like i don't like facebook either but sometimes you have to go into that matrix to 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 help people to get them out of there so it's like the movie the matrix where they have to morpheus had to go in there and and help wake up uh, neo and bring him out into the the real world so that's sometimes you have to you know go into the matrix too so I love that analogy. However hard, good. He, yeah. however yeah. hard it was, he did find Neo. It could have been extremely hard. They don't show that in the movie, how hard he searched for Neo. Well, no, he was meant to find Neo. Right. That, that was his but sole I'm purpose. I'm just saying the time that it took I will get him. Into, I love those movies. I love those movies. I yeah. will get into that. <laughs> but no, it's a valid point of how you have to go into I mean, we literally, we talk about how much we hate YouTube. We all talk about how much we hate YouTube. But we yeah. use YouTube as a platform to... Uh, initiate change or whatever because you have to you have to well to verify exactly what we're saying nothing was ever wrong with facebook and nothing was nothing was ever wrong with youtube it's what they turned into it's a tool to be used yeah. and then all of a sudden it's this manipulation of people to get them through exactly what you're talking about through language because how mm -hmm. else are they going to do it this is how information is passed is language what you're getting down to which i hope i'm not messing up at all is that information is passed through language so mm -hmm. if you can start to be corrupt and subliminally change things about this one fundamental thing about human information exchange, then you can you can mess with the whole thing. And I think yeah, Facebook yeah. Facebook in in a horrible way is manipulating it in in, in the wrong way. But not even to go down yeah. the Facebook yeah, road. I just had to bring that up. The whole nation, if 
all you have to do is just if you can control media you can control the whole nation just through the media and so when people are not aware of how the media is used to control them that then you can control a whole nation but when people start waking up and start realizing how they're being manipulated through the media then it starts to fall apart and then, and then the media becomes less powerful but i see i see a lot of good change coming because of are you guys into like blockchain technology at all? Oh, we've we've talked oh, about like crypto. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about it before. Crypto. Yeah. yeah, we've we've talked about it. Johnny's I mean, the guy. John, this guy, these guys actually invest in it. I do not. I do invest. not. Hold up. I do not invest in crypto. I put one hundred dollars. You got a hundred dollars. You invest in crypto. Hold up. I do not have he's, a single penny hey, in, in crypto. Real quick. He's not just talking about crypto though. He's talking about blockchain. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're talking about blockchain, <laughs> which is different. That's uh, Microsoft uses blockchain for uncrypto kind of things. Like it doesn't, it's the other way around. Cryptocurrency uses blockchain, not the other way around. Blockchain is a thing that can exist without yeah, cryptocurrency it, being a thing. Yeah, it's a technology. You just, it's kind of like, you know, like you said, like uh, Microsoft, they use, you know, Windows, Windows, and then blockchain is kind of like that, but it's, it's its own software. And the thing about blockchain is that it's, it's uh, more focused on decentralized. So that's where I'm, I see the world going to is becoming, it's not becoming like um, centralized, it's becoming more decentralized now um, because of the blockchain technology that's, that's out now. And so there's a lot of there's a social media that wants to, new company of social media that's coming out that's built on blockchain technology that, that's gonna bring power back to the people because it's all decentralized. And so it's harder for people to control. So this I think this um, blockchain technology is gonna help bring back the power back to the people i i love it i've talked I, about it before on the podcast when we weren't talking about crypto so what what's like the definition of blockchain and have you broken down the word blockchain i haven't i haven't uh, looked into it yet it's something that you know it's it's a interest, interesting interesting word so i might have to look into it but i haven't looked into it yet but i have a look into uh you know uh, cryptocurrency and especially i like the I support the decentralized cryptocurrency. Yeah. So because that that brings back there's some cryptocurrency that's too centralized and that can be controlled, but the decentralized one is um, for example like Cardano and you know Bitcoin they're like decentralized so it's harder for them to control because like if I want to send you money like Bitcoin I just you know send it from phone to phone no one can stop that you know so and the bankers they don't like that the global uh, the globalist bankers they don't like that at all so. I love now now see my issue and I'm going to go off on on a weird thing here which I talk about a lot on this podcast which you are way more positive than me by the way I'm way more negative because I think overall the human hierarchy that ends up happening is over a long enough period of time no matter what government is in place humans will kind of mess it up and and then all of a sudden kind of ruin things and then you see a flip of script you know what I mean like you see that throughout history so the same thing happens anytime people like talk about, oh man, there's going to be this new thing and it's going to be less corrupt and all this. Well, humans are really good about corrupting things in general. And we're all a part of that. Like, so I'm, I'm the more negative side of you <laughs> to, to what you're saying as to where, and I, man, I hope it turns out positive, but mm-hmm. mine, my history knowledge and all this, I'm like, man, humans just tend to mess things up and we end up using things for evil and then always corrupting things. And then the 1% will always be at some advantage, whether or not it's like blood lineage 
or inherent money given from previous generations, or who knows what the next thing is, might be cryptocurrency 200 years from now, who is the most Bitcoin, now gets to rule the world, who knows. I, th I think just, this sounds bad because I'm kind of shitting on my own, uh, <laughs> on my own race of, of humans, but I think we are just kind of inherently, we'll find a way to screw things up for the majority of everybody else, you know? But that's, that's, and I know that's dismal, but that's also where I come that's, from. That's exactly why, and I'm going to do a shitty analogy of this, but that's exactly why I like, and I'm not talking about crypto, I'm just talking about blockchain. And I'm going to do a really bad job of this. But that's what's so great. That's what I was going to get at, is that it can be corrupted too. It can, no, that can be but, corrupted but blockchain too. really can't almost because of the way it is. Where Humans will find whole, a way. Humans will find a way. Hear me out here. The whole Because you don't know what blockchain is. You just know it is crypto. The whole point is that Right now, like banks have ledgers. Everybody's got ledgers where they keep track of stuff. The whole thing with blockchain is in order for you to even be involved, you now have the same ledger as everybody else. And I'm I'm doing a bad job of explaining. No, that's, everybody that's... has a ledger. So if it's like there's a, a definition used or not a definition, a description used where they talk about uh, generals at war. If we're all three at war against an enemy, um, and we know, we know that if we all three team up together, we will succeed. The problem is with a centralized thing where you're sending messages to me and Paul's sending messages to me, I can lie. I can do whatever I want. You can send a message saying, oh, Paul shouldn't go, but then I don't give that message to him or whatever. Everything gets corrupted. And then what happens is Paul goes out there and fights. We decide to sit back and now we lose because we thought Paul had a chance, but we wanted to save our own skin or whatever. With blockchain and these ledgers where everybody has track of everything, it keeps it to where it's like, oh, we all realize that there's no secrets here. And the only way for us to succeed is for us to all do, to get, do it together. So that's our only option. Well, that's beautiful. And I'm, that's a terrible, terrible explanation of how you got a better way to explain it. Or is good that, luck, is that good luck with on? doing that? But um, I think because I, I haven't studied blockchain too much, so I don't, I don't know too much about it, the blockchain technology. But I know enough, enough about it to to feel that because I use my intuition a lot and I can feel that this technology is going to change the world. It's going to make people like make money, make money so easy now that they're going to, there's not going to be one. People have the money and they're not living in poverty. The world is going to change and become better. And um, one of the reasons why um, things get corrupt, like, like what you said, that man, you know, humans always try to corrupt things is because from in the beginning, like when we were born, like they corrupt a mind already. And that's, and when your mind's corrupt, then you're going to end up doing corrupt things. So imagine if you, when we babies are born and we teach them, certain knowledge that teach, empowers them and doesn't it doesn't lead their mind to corruption they're gonna grow up they're gonna grow up and become do great things and they're not gonna have this negative view about the world and they're not gonna have this idea about like you know like racism and all that about wars and all that stuff they're not gonna want to do that stuff because say their minds have been programmed to live in harmony with the laws of the universe or in harmony with mankind you know beautiful beautifully said man. that's that's beautiful and, and I'm and I'm right there with you, but the problem is, is that there's somehow no, you no, need to topple you need to topple the people that are already doing all the evil. First off, but but you do that by what he just described. I mean, and it would be tough to do that. But once with the you, next generation, because but, human beings have finite finite lives, so allow the people who are doing shitty just to die off, right? But like, but like Pal said, he said and he, then he said that the awakening is happening now. He said slowly but yeah. surely it's happening. Oh, I think our generation. Are, how do you if do you mind me asking, Pal? How old are you? 
39. You're 39, bro? Man, you look so you much do. younger than 39. Take that as a Dude, I, I was expecting like 26, insult. dude. Man, yeah, I get good that. for I you. This guy drinks his vitamin water. Man. <laughs> but <laughs> that's for you. Good like, for you, pal. You're man, good for yeah, you. Good for you, man. But like, but like he said, the awakening's happening now, and once that happens, you don't necessarily have to get rid of the evil. Yeah, that's what I hope. When, when that's the, what I hope when, for. When the awakening happens, I think the, I'm more realistic, though. I don't think that's going to happen that it's way. It's been a long time that we've been under this spell. A very long time. Like you said, it goes all the way back to Jesus. Like It goes back that far to where they've had this overarching power, and now with the creation of things like technology and the internet and, and blockchain— it's slowly starting to creep our way, and it's a positive thing. And, and this is when we can start looking forward. And maybe it's not tomorrow or the next day, but it's slowly happening. The awakening is happening. Yeah, the, so, is what the you're social saying. media that's going to be built on blockchain technology, like decentralized the social media, it's going to be, like the way I see it, it's going to be amazing. Right? It's going to give us so much voice, like a, such so much um, power through the, you know, the media, through the social media, that um, they're not going to be able to silence us you know, through this technology. And then with that, we can use that to um, wake up people and empower people through information, you know, because it's, it's an information war that's going on. hundred percent. Absolutely. And that's kind of what we try to do with this podcast too. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes it's harder to reach, reach out to a vaster amount of people, but. No, it is. We're trying to provide knowledge. I yeah. mean, just like podcasts like this, there's no reason that it should only have 50 views or 100 views. I mean, like, this is important information. There's nothing outlandish that we said in this podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's all very positive type of information. But YouTube saw at one point that there were people like us getting more views than CNN and MSNBC, and they couldn't and have they were it. like, nope. They're like, we yeah. can't have this. So we're going to just yeah. kind of shut you up, and we're going to just promote CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News right in front of your face. But that's why things like... Especially Fox that's News. That's why things like blockchain and all these other things, if you can have an uncentralized communication hub, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of um, an oxymoron in itself, an uncentralized hub. But honestly, if you can have an uncentralized hub for communication... That's amazing. If we can all communicate on a platform that Facebook doesn't control, YouTube doesn't control, there's no CEO. Oh, wait, we can. It's called the internet. Very true. We can. It's just blocked off right now because everybody's using these different platforms and stuff. But if you just let free reign of communication happen. So you want 98 to happen again, basically. 1998. That's that's what you want. In the early 2000s. What? 1998. I mean, that's like pure, just like raw internet, you know. No, I'm just saying I want people to be able to communicate, and I think that one day with the correct, I think that we're moving towards that. Like nothing like was user friendly. In people are waking though. up. You'll be able to use your language and your words and your communication to communicate with other people without this overarching censorship and this overarching power telling you what you can and can't say, or letting you say whatever you want, but then secretly stopping your stuff from going out there to the public. Yeah, that paradigm's it's coming, and they. They know they can't stop it because they tried to stop Bitcoin. They couldn't do it. So that paradigm, that that paradigm of decentralization, is coming, and they know it, and they're very scared because they they don't want to lose power. But there's there's nothing they can do to stop it because it's coming. That's how I see it. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. They're right, gonna try that... though. They're gonna try hard, and oh, they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna fight till the end. But in the end, um, I think mankind's gonna rise above it because that's how man. That's what we do, right? We always rise above to challenges, you know. Because no. if we didn't do that, we won't be alive right now, you know? Absolutely. The script always gets flipped, and then we come into play. But I, then I'll go down that whole road of this cyclical 
Yeah, like, let's not go into that. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, and yeah, I actually I'm not, agree I'm with you, go, Jesse. I'm, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go down that road. So you, you, you've told us okay, we're getting close to the end of the hour here, and man, it's it's been a lot of fun. But we we still got I think how this was great, man. A little this bit. We got great. a little bit more time, my mind, man. We got a little bit more time, man. Is there anything pressing throughout this podcast that you've kind of thought about that you just didn't get a chance to say? Or mm, I think I think um, I said most of what I wanted to say. Um, nice. You know, there's, there's still a lot. I'm sure there's still a lot that I can still talk about, but we can say yeah. that for like. Well, no, next it's time. whenever. Yeah, man. Whenever you got into the legal system, that's when it really hit home for me, man. Because we could do that'd a be, whole that'd be podcast, a podcast that, in yeah, of itself. No, I know. Right there. No, it would be amazing. And so we, I don't know if you ever heard of someone named Crow Triple Seven, but he's had a multiple of guests on talking about the straw man effect mm-hmm. and the legal systems. We've had yeah. him on the show before. Um, and I've listened to a lot of his podcasts and, and, and you kind of hit home right there with just the type of language that's in those podcasts. And, and man, you're right. If we got to focus and we didn't even know what, what's going on with our leagues. We had, so the get, when I talked about the guests that we're having, that we had on last week, He's going Mm -hmm. through that process right now and he's trying to understand what you were describing. Yeah. There's always, there's always two sides to um, the legal system. The one, a lot of people that focus on the, the exoteric part, like the external, I like to focus on the esoteric, the internal. So when you start focusing on the esoteric, the esoteric, the the internal part of the legal system, you start getting to like the the spiritual part and it gets down very deep. It gets very deep to like, it's all it's all connected like religion you know it's all connected in, in the legal system people sometimes people don't see that they don't think that the legal system is a religious thing but it's religion is the basis of the legal system i mean legal. because you you get down to morality and then the oldest morality like who we are needing to be is from religion because yeah, you, like typically really, really law true. is reli- or moral issues yeah. like it's moral it's a moral issue well, Man, you, can't, is, you know what's crazy about? is you can't bring morality into law in the legal. Look up, hey, viewers out there, look up jury nullification. The moment you look it up, by the way, you're no longer allowed to be a juror. The moment you know about it, you can't be a you can't be on the jury anymore. So go well, ahead, the, or a felon, do that. or a felon, just but, go commit a felony. You can't the, be hold on, can't the, be there either. In the Michael Floyd uh, uh, jury, he had lied about being. He had lied, and they said, "Hey, have you ever?" I forget what it was specifically. They had asked him, "Have you ever George? been?" Yeah, George or yeah, George Floyd. George sorry. Floyd. Yeah, they. And I was like, "Who's Michael Floyd?" Sorry, George, George Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. My, okay. Um. So it when they were casting or when they were trying to get the jurors and stuff like that, there was a juror where they had asked him a question: "Have you ever been involved in any type of organizations that would be biased towards you being a part of this jury?" And he said, Everybody's "No." He said, biased. "No." And they actually pulled a picture of him up of him wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, and he's actually involved in Black Lives Matter. But everybody's biased, man. Everybody's no, biased. I, that, no, that's I know a that, weird thing. But that, I know, you're talking about jury and stuff like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I but, mean, that's different from what jury nullification is. Okay, but sorry. That is a lot different. Yeah. The whole, I mean, the whole thing with that is that that gets in the morality yeah, of laws, of what like a law is, where you can go in and know what the law is and then say not guilty or guilty because you disagree with whatever the law is. Right. Which we should apparently just bend over backwards as American citizens and just be like, oh, this is what, you know, this is what my government decides to be illegal, so I need to just, you know. No, Jesse, you would rather watch three hours of Chiefs football every Sunday, including me, as opposed to knowing what it is, what our rights Trust are. Trust me, what I spend me. enough time worrying about the society that I live in. To, I know. I, you know what I'm saying. You know, to, to be aware of things. Anyways. But pal, pal's still here, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Got to still keep this guy involved, even though we're over the hour. Yeah. 
Uh, any lasting thoughts, man? So where can we find your where can we find your book? I know it's on Amazon, but uh, you have a website as well. How else can we reach you, man? Yeah, you, um, I got a website, esotechknowledge.me. That's the that's the website that I write a lot about the esoteric knowledge. It's the whole the whole website is focused on esoteric knowledge. And then I have a YouTube channel too. Um, it's called the same thing, esoteric knowledge. Um, if you just type in my my name, you know, Paul Paul Chain, then you then you can find it. Because when you type on esoteric knowledge, it's, sometimes it doesn't show up. So, uh, by the way, when I typed in esoteric knowledge or just esoteric mm-hmm. in in the Google search, I could not find you, or I did yeah. not I did not find you. But when I went on DuckDuckGo and I and I typed in that same thing, you were one of the first yeah. websites crazy, to pop up. Crazy, crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They like to censor this type of knowledge though, because they don't want you. Because this knowledge is very empowering. Like when I start learning this stuff, like I feel the like my my body just changing because the because it's so empowering. You know, you can just feel it. It's like it, you can feel your soul and just waking up from all this. That's awesome. It's like, it's like your soul went sleep and then you start learning this stuff, and it's like the knowledge just just wakes up your soul every day more and more and more. You keep writing books, man. Amazing, you'll do that. Man. You'll do that to other people, man. And keep keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to say that I I 100 agree with everything you've said tonight, but I think you're an amazing yeah. person, and you need to keep doing what you're doing. And I and I want to hear more from you, man. I I want to hear that you're you're keeping at this because what you're doing is, is important. Even though it might just be over my head, I I don't know. I don't yeah. necessarily 100 agree with it. I can I can tell you're you are of good intention, man, which is rare. You are of good, sound mind and soul and doing good, man. So keep, keep doing it. Thank you. Keep Thank doing you. it. Yeah. All those things, all the things you described will definitely be in the link below. People will be able to find you there. But Johnny, do you have anything else for pal? No, I'm, I'm good. Jesse put it, Jesse put it best. Yeah. Best, talking about how I'm, I may not understand it all because I don't understand the language or the communication, but it's about the context. You have the correct context. You have the, you're striving for good here. Even if I may disagree with parts or not understand parts, it's obvious that you you, you know you're doing the right thing. You yeah, really just, are, uh, man. You really are. Pay attention to words. Like just when you start paying attention to words, you start seeing how it, it's all connected. Because like I told you before, words are like they're like the breadcrumbs that leads you to a source. So when you start paying attention to words and study the definition, and start when you start that definition, study the words in the definition too. And it can go on and on, and, and it's a, it's a lot of work. That's why a lot of people don't wanna. It takes a lot of time too. So, so I, that's why a lot of people don't like to um, look into the words, because you have to um, take it, it to to for me to decipher a word. It can take me like hours, you know. So it's a lot of work. Well, and it, 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 for me, it'd be interesting to go back and whenever you would practice, you know, dictionary words and stuff like that in high school. I'd be curious just to go back and and, and again, this is the conspiracy side of me and see what because we know what we're, when we're, when we're in high school or grade school or anything like that, to me, it's an indoctrination camp, but I would, it would be interesting to see what the words they were that we had to learn. Cause you don't learn them all. Like you said, you just learn a specific few or a couple of thousand or whatever it is. One, it'd be interesting to see what those words are. Cause I would just be curious. Um, and no, I, I forgot They're the words you speak right now. No, no, no. I know that, but they, they teach you specific words and then you have to learn the definition and stuff like that. But, um, and, and the second thing is, is just like speaking and talking we take that for granted. And like you said, pal, like if we just looked into it a little bit more, you know, we might understand things a little bit better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I, I you, you put it best, man. So I don't know if there's any, any lasting things that you have to say, man. I think that was it. Like the, what I want people to do is 
what I like to see people do more is just pay attention to words and not, you know, pay attention to, to the way you speak words too. Because when people start changing the way they speak, the way they um, see words, the world will change, you know. It's going to change subtly, but it will change. That's how I see it. So. Yes, sir. Well, thanks for joining Talk Junkies, man. Um, fascinating, man. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Well, you're 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 amazing, man. We'll have everything in the links below for people to find you. Whoever looks on Talk Junkies, um, on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all those great platforms, man, and, mm -hmm. and a few others too. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, thank you very much, man, for coming on. I greatly appreciate your time, and, and hopefully, we'll talk to you again sometime soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, have a great night, pal. Thank you, you sir. Too. Oh, now the awkward part where we both try to figure out how to quit out of <laughs> Zoom. My at favorite the, at, part. Every, every time at the end of every podcast. Well, there, there, you, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Pao Chang. Um, check his book out. Uh, the links will be below. Check out his YouTube channel. He's got a lot of great content on there as well. Thanks again, man, for coming on the show. You're more than welcome to share this on your YouTube channel. Copy it. Put it on there. Whatever it is you want to do, man. Greatly appreciate you. Burn DVD copies of it. Yes. Put it in mailboxes. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You Piracy. You wouldn't, pi you wouldn't download a car. Pirate our shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you wouldn't download a car. I That'd hate that. I'm like, you know what? That'd I would so download flattering. a car. If you let me, I would download a car. Oh, yeah. 3D print it? Yeah. Why not? But uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed Pao Chang coming on the show. I would definitely love to have him on again if he ever wanted to. Great information, man. A lot of, I mean, I've heard of the type of things that he talks about. And again, having Zachary Hubbard on and talking about numerology. And, and granted, it's probably a little bit different than esoteric knowledge. Um, but the way he put it was very simplistic. And it was, I was able to understand it on an e on an easy level. Great guy, man. Like you said, Jesse, you couldn't put Ab it in Absolutely. Even though there were, there were some things that were either over my head or I disagreed with. But there is still so much genuine just like trying to make right of of the world sure basically that's the that's the the best and the legal and, and realistically if we ever get him back on just focus on the legal side of yeah. oh, i'd love would to have a massive. podcast that's just about the legal because side of that it. that would be hugely informative if you're over from uh if you're listening on talk junkies go over to his channel let him know that uh talk junkie sent you that'd be awesome in one of his comments on one of his videos because that's what this uh, youtube channel is all about is just spreading knowledge and having great people on yeah so the best thing that you guys could do, honestly, for Talk Junkies is, one, share the shit out of this video to all your friends. Get on your get on your messenger on Facebook and click the share all to all contacts and just press that button to the URL of this podcast. And to delete like, your nothing Facebook. Like, nothing like spam. And then, and yes. then delete, delete your, your Facebook, Facebook who afterwards. Yeah, who, who can, but you know what I'm saying? Or send it to a few friends. If, if one of 600 people or if six... If everybody's, if you know what I'm saying, if just one if person... If there's someone who has similar interests as you and you think they would be interested, let them know. Yeah, start there, but then eventually you got to broaden yourself, broaden your horizon, and kind of send it out to people you don't think would be interested, and maybe they will be. You never know until they listen. But yes, so share it, like it, hit that subscribe button to all our junkies out there. Stay fly, and pow the bell.